Good morning from Jeffrey's Specialist Sales, Mark Alden from Consumer. Uh, Perno consensus out last night. Street expectations for fiscal 21 are still too high in our view. It's come down from plus 18% EBIT growth to plus 12, uh, but we're at plus 2.4. Uh, a similarly cautious tale on Beiersdorf. Uh, we've recut our numbers after that very week half one. Uh, we're looking at mass personal care not recovering. We're looking at La Prairie struggling in this travel retail environment would stay out of the way. And then thirdly on Nestle, the US Nielsen data suggests that Nestle are going to miss Q2. Uh, plus 4.6% last 12 weeks uh, versus I think we've got a plus 8 uh, in our model for Q2 for North America. Uh, add on to that some risk of double counting online, some risk to emerging markets, uh, and Europe probably seeing a similar shape. And I think Nestle could easily deliver a minus 3 or minus 4 uh, versus the street at plus 0.3. It's not priced for that. Hi, it's Alex Turner on the discretionary stocks. Focusing on the budget today, uh, we have a retail note on looking at Kingfisher as the key winner from the spending spree as a boost to housing. Next, MS and ABF also benefit from furlough end bonuses. Not so great for the grocers who face a headwind given the incentivization from food out of home consumption, although some of this offset obviously by a boost to the food service wholesale. In leisure this morning, we're focusing on one of our top picks, GBC. They've announced further investment in a US joint venture with MGM, which adds even greater credibility to their leadership aspirations. There's no value priced in for GBC's US investment. Um, If you assume a DraftKings valuation, uh, you'll see an over 100% share price upside for GBC. And lastly, we hosted the whole management team at Boohoo last night. Lots of detail from this and comfort given around the supply chain and uh, next possible uh, times that we can hear from the company. Let me know if you'd like further. Good morning from Mark Koffler in Resources, starting with the miners. It's worth flagging a brief research report out from Chris Lefemina today, looking at Rio Tinto and explaining why that is still his top pick in the miners, despite a very good run year to date. Uh, this morning, he's flagging the mark to market cash flow upside around that company uh, and also how our new estimates are around 7% ahead of consensus, with that upside to consensus being one of the key points to his bull thesis on the name, which at spot uh, iron ore prices over 100 bucks a ton trades on something like an 11% free cash flow yield and a dividend yield well over 7%. Alcoa also reported some pretty decent numbers, uh, enhanced by productivity gains and cost savings. And then switching into oils, it's worth noting that Brent is holding over 43 bucks this morning due to strong trading out in Asia, and also worth flagging that ConocoPhillips flat dividend. Good morning, it's William Bevington from Jeffrey's TMT Spec Sales. So BT remains a top pick for us. Just want to highlight some of the key takeaways from that recent BT pension teach-in. Suspending dividends and raising FTTP investment has strengthened the covenants to BTPS. The BTPS investment plan was de-risked at the last triennial, and BT sees no reason to de-risk again. Alternatives to solely cash cash funding the deficit might be considered. This is important. BT did not contradict our view that OpenReach is an asset that the BTPS might be interested to invest in. We suspect that BT might discuss transferring part of OpenReach into an SPV over which the BTPS might have ownership for 20 years. BT could make make lease payments to use this asset. Benefits to BT could include a reduced pension deficit, a longer recovery plan, reduced upfront cash funding, and an accelerated tax benefit and multiple arbitrage. We'd love to take you through the details of this and the implications for BT. William Bevington, Ad Jeffries, thank you.
Good morning from Jeffries, Financial Specialist Sales, Thursday, 9th of July. <clears throat> Key focus on the insurance sector today. We had a couple of deals announced in the US market yesterday. KKR from the private equity side making a $4 billion plus acquisition uh, and also Allstate buying a, a domestic competitor for $4 billion in cash at 69% premium. So strategic manoeuvring continues at pace following from the very successful IPO of Lemonade uh, last week. In the European arena, we've got a new tight today looking at the renewal season as we've worked our way through the 1st July uh, repricing. And uh, year-to-date, you're looking at a range of between 5 to 35% up on pricing. This uh, is a theme that's been well-recognised. The hardening market is expected to last well into 2021 and really is uh, generating a big tailwind. This keeps our buy recommendations on AXA, Munich Re, Beasley and Hiscox very much in focus.